Hi, welcome to the Permission Room. I'm Ariane of the House of Permission, and this is Gabriela, my co-host, who runs Mycelium Aventuras Community. Today, we are going to talk about permission. How was your day at the beach? Oh my goodness, it was it was magical. I don't normally go to the beach here. I mean, I'm only a 25-minute metro ride, and... And I've lived the first three years I was living here. I lived, I lived at a beach, but I barely went. And I have felt so called to be there this week. And even the other day that I was there earlier, there was a red flag, so you couldn't even swim. But I was like, I don't need to be in the water. I need to be here and listening to music and by myself. I feel so at peace right now that I'm not even using my sandbags. <laughs> Amazing. How was your beach morning? I mean, I feel so similarly to you that I'm feeling called to be at the beach. The water is kind of cold here. I mean, you can get in. It's not that cold, but it's it's not about getting in the water for me either. It's about just being at the shore. And being in community with all of the other people that are just out and about doing their thing, walking, hanging out with their dogs, surfing, just like that kind of energy, but also being by myself and being in a place where all I am focused on is, is just listening to myself and my needs and saying, okay, here's what I feel like doing in this moment and kind of practicing permission you know, practicing giving myself that gift of you can do what you want when you want guilt-free. And what I find when I do that is that my needs are incredibly simple, That like, what is it that I want to do? Well, I want to go to bed when I feel tired. I want to wake up when I feel like waking up. And that's one of my juiciest feelings is that feeling when you wake up without an alarm and you've actually slept a good night and you have that sort of fuzzy realization that you're starting to wake up, but you just sort of stay in that little middle zone for a little bit and then go to the beach and just be. That's what I need right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you're doing it. And I'm doing it. Recognize the need and you're there. Yeah. And that's the, you think about the, the steps that it took for you to be there. Cause you know, we talk about manifestation and it's not just this, like, I want this and so it automatically comes to me it takes a lot of bravery to execute your dream to execute what it is that you really really want yeah the action part of it I think is where a lot of us get stuck in making what we want to happen happen is like we can dream about it all we want but if I'm sitting there dreaming about the beach I gotta get myself on an airplane or in a car (laughs) or in a metro or whatever it is, and take myself there. And then I can realize, I'm just trying to realize the sensation of being, being present in my own body. That's it. That's all I want right now. (laughs) Is that too much to ask for? (laughs) That's kind of what we want all the time. And I think it's, I mean, it's no surprise to me that you and I are both experiencing this desire to be really present and a sensation it's the sensation of peace the sensation of I actually I am meeting my needs I have everything I need and also in a way doing it 
with a lot of alone time. Yeah. And that's, and we're both doing that at the same time across the globe. Like, I mean, in community no with one another, but in right, community exactly. with one another. So, yes. <laughs> Which is relevant because I think today we wanted to talk about reciprocity which is really the core of reciprocity is the meeting of needs. And in order to have that reciprocity, it's like we have to go through this stage first, almost this sitting with ourselves, being with ourselves, understanding what are our needs before we can actually engage in, in, you know, in a relationship with somebody else in which we can communicate those, ask for them to be met and, intentionally meet the other persons when we hear about those needs. But before we dive in, I I was realizing too that maybe you can speak to this a little bit since this is more your specialty, but how aligned this topic is with actually the season that we're in, Libra season, full moon in Aries. I've read in some places that it's you know, what this season is about is about understanding how you're supporting yourself in relation to others and to kind of assess the way you show up for yourself in relationship with others. Is that right? Or what's, what's your take on the season? Absolutely. Well, okay. I'm going to preface that with, (laughs) I'm angry at Libra's male Libra's in their forties specifically. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because let that anger out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is because I'm going through a lot of, it's, it's just, okay, yes, this is the season. This is the season of, of our relationship with self and community and relationship with others. And I am currently going through this. I, I'm having a tough time with how I am relating to other people in general. And so in my body right now, I feel this rejection towards it's like just saying the word friendship right now. I'm kind of like, and (laughs) which I guess also makes sense because yeah, full moon in Aries. And so my moon is also in Aries. So I'm feeling this fire. I'm feeling the anger. I'm feeling a lot of independence and this frustration with people pleasing because that's something that comes up a lot in friendships and And so the like sort of tie to male Libras in their forties is this like the masculine version of people pleasing, which is maybe a non, it's like non-committal or, or sort of like just knowing exactly what it is to say in all of these situations without not necessarily being genuine, just sort of like keeping the peace in maybe a more, I just want to, I want to come off looking good in all of the situations which no offense to any male Libras in their 40s that are listening to this. <laughs> it's just come up a bunch in conversation. Yeah, no um, offense except for to the specific ones who definitely right. should be paying attention. <laughs> right. I'm talking about you. You know who you are. <laughs> but it is this, yeah, it's this, it, I really do feel a uh, because it is this is full moon so it's a time when a lot of our shadow feelings or the deep hidden feelings maybe more challenging feelings are rising up and I know that I've definitely felt this full moon energy very intensely and one of the things that is coming up is how I relate to other people and that is definitely tied to reciprocity 
because I'm trying to understand what reciprocity means in my friendships and what to do if I don't feel that they are reciprocal. So maybe we want to play a clip about me talking to you. Yeah. This very topic. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's listen to that clip. I, it's a great clip and I think it speaks to this topic really well. All right. It's been a really, really challenging year and a lot of stuff has come up, especially towards the end of the summer that I'm like, wow, I really need to work on these things. Um, accept these, work on accepting these things because um, they are calling my attention. And so, um, and working to love myself. That's where I need to, some things have come up that I don't love about myself and I need to embrace them. Um, and and spend time with them, we'll say. So yeah, I, I gotta put that, that energy that I would give to others that I don't, where I, you know, they're the, I don't need it to be a reciprocal rela relationship with them. I, I understand very clearly what the expectations are in these relationships. Like I know that I'm going into it, not I'm going to be the person that's going to be giving a lot more and I'm okay with that. I have like the expectation is set. I don't expect anything back. But um, I think I'm not going to do that right now. I'm going to put that energy towards me. And also it's kind of like, hey, y'all, y'all got to take care of yourself. Like I can't, I, I can't be there all the time. And, um, and I, I just, I can't, you, y'all have to work on your expectations of what you, what I am and accept me for what I am as well, because I can't be there all the time. I'm not supposed to be all there all the time. You have to be responsible for yourself too. So I wonder if this is maybe like, okay, training reels are off everybody. Let's see how you do. And you're going to do fine. All of you are going to do fine. You're going to do fine. And then I'll be back and I'll be back better than ever. And I'll be there to catch you. And maybe you'll be there to catch me too. Whoa. <laughs> I was feeling it. I was feeling it. So my theme song for the Libra season is Billie Eilish bad guy oh i'm just trying to not be nice anymore well it's, that's a very big oversimplification oh, we are going through something listen i i <laughs> i'm not the bad guy but i'm not afraid of being the bad guy absolutely it's, it's i've had i've had a couple of moments in this 2023 has just been rough <laughs> let's just say that and i have had moments where i'm like Ooh, I'm dreaming up this amazing payback scenario, <laughs> which is so, I mean, they're harmless, but they are just so, they're like, oh, that is exactly, I know exactly how to push that person's buttons for the wrong that I feel that I've experienced because of them. But then that passes. And really it's that I just have to be myself 
in this situation and me just being me and being okay with being me and being at peace and loving myself is going to drive that other person batshit crazy. <laughs> that's so and that's true. all I got to do. <laughs> that's so true. Okay. Can I bring up another Bravo? I know sometimes I bring up Bravo on these things. Yes. I was watching. So Southern charm has new season out and I was watching the, I think the most recent episode yesterday. And there's this great scene where one of the women had kind of had a moment they were out and she got drunk and she was yelling at people because she had some very valid reasons to be upset and frustrated because of something a man did to her. And the other women gathered around her, or it was another day, they set up a meeting for them all to get together. And when they were there, they sort of held space for her and were like, hey, what happened? We get it. We've all been there. We hear your frustration. We hear your anger. Some of us have been in that same situation with the same people almost, you know, but what we want to help you with is how do you handle this and how do you move on next? And they all were like, the best revenge is being awesome, doing well, taking care of yourself. And if the, the rumor that gets back to that man is how on fire she is, how amazing she is, how well-adjusted she is, how much success she's getting, that is the best revenge. And I just loved that they were all supporting her in that. You know, it wasn't like, oh my God, you're this outcast now because you've had a bad moment. It was like, no, let's find, let's, let's bring you back to balance and let's share in that experience. And like bring you into community. We have this shared experience. That's what's bonding us all in this, in this moment. Yeah, I know. I want to hear more about your bad guy stuff because I also think it's such an interesting take on reciprocity because there's the reciprocity that you and I have been talking about, the positive side of how we want, you know, how we, that that exchange that we want. And then there's also the reciprocity of, ooh, you're going to dish it? Well, can you also take it? <laughs> yeah, well, and also, so me being the bad guy is very, it's very a low key bad guy as in <laughs> I am not giving anymore. You know what I mean? It's the, that for me, that for me is being quote unquote, a bad guy that I just, I'm not giving. <laughs> well, that's why I'm like, let's dive into this because <laughs> it's really hard for me to imagine you as the bad guy. <laughs> I have been the villain in many people's stories lately. <laughs> this is, yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? It's yeah. The acceptance of other people might paint you as the villain and just being like, okay, that's fine. If that's who you need me to be in your story, take right. it, have it. Right. Which is, which is really challenging because I am a recovering people pleaser and I'm a recovering peacemaker. And so my, just my go-to reaction is what can I do in every single situation to make the other person feel okay? What can I give them? How can I be there for that person? And, and I do it a lot in relationships that aren't reciprocal in the sense that, and I happily do that. I mean, I I want to be able to be there for the other person. I want to be able to extend energy to them and, and to help. But I'm at this point where I'm questioning whether or not should we be engaging in non-reciprocal relationships? Because if there is no energy exchange, and the energy exchange can be in so many different ways. But if there is none, is it worth engaging in that? Can we really 
do that because will it lead to resentment at some point? Because that's what I'm finding is that I recognize that these are non-reciprocal relationships and I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to go. I want to help. Let's do it. Let's do it. But then I do end up getting, I, there is some sort of resentment that starts to build up. And then for me, whenever, whenever I feel resentment, it's pretty much the end of the relationship. I, I don't come back from that. It's so hard to come back from that if I feel resentful. Um, so that's my question. Should we be engaging in non-reciprocal relationships? It's a great question. And it's a really difficult one to answer, I think, because, because I think there's, there's two parts of it where it's one it, I think that's incredibly personal, right? If a, if a given relationship is feeling so imbalanced, then it just becomes a question of, well, what do I need right now? Do I need to step away from this because it's too draining? Or, you know, is this a time when I can help them learn to share more balance with other people? Because I agree with you. I, I wonder this all the time, right? Because it's that sense of, okay, I'm pouring out from my cup. I happen to know how to regenerate my own energy, but it does does take for me a lot of isolation and a lot of energy to regenerate my energy. So that's sort of, I feel like the cycles I get stuck in is similar to you. How can I be there for these other people and pouring into other people's cups and then being like, wow, whoopsie, I didn't even notice. My cup is totally drained. Okay, back to isolation mode, back to, and then it's that cycle where I'm like, hold on, I don't feel like this is how I want to necessarily exist. But then there's this part of me that has compassion for, I guess, what society has done to a lot of people and just the the conditioning that so many of us have where, you know, a lot of my best lessons have actually been when I haven't treated somebody else with reciprocity or with, you know, some kind of love and care. And somebody has called it to my attention lovingly and said, hey, maybe you can look at this if you're struggling in relationships or if you're, if you're looking to improve, maybe here's something you can look at. So I think it's just sort of that fine line of, is that person, are they willing to gain awareness of it? And are they willing to kind of do their part to contribute to the reciprocity? And in those cases, I think, wow, those are some really interesting relationships to engage in because there can be learning in both ways. But I think more often than not, what we're running into is people that are just, they don't have awareness of it. They're not interested in gaining awareness of it. And it's really sort of feels like a giving and taking type situation. And I think in those situations, yeah, I think it's more than fair to walk away and to recognize that the world, there, how many people are in this world? Seven billion, something like that, right? There's plenty of other people out there who are, I mean, I've heard people talk about reciprocity a lot over the past month or the past couple of weeks, at least. There are so many people out there who want to engage in this particular way that it's like, yeah, let's let's pause from the non-reciprocal relationships and pour our energy into the ones where people are at least trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think, so related to that, my second question is, am I, because I often, in all of my relationships, I, I take a lot of responsibility for how I show up and how I contribute. And so I, I have, the other question to this is, am I, in some way blocking the relationship from being reciprocal because I think in my head a lot of the times these relationships are with people who I don't really agree with their mindset or outlook on life and so I don't really want to share the really deep things because I don't 
maybe I'm not giving them a chance to analyze what it is that I'm saying. And maybe it's also not fair that I don't think I'm going to get the answer that I expect to get, but that's not really what it is. It's more of a, I don't, I don't know that you're going to understand it on the level that I understand it. And that's not a better level or a worse level. It's just different levels. And so I wonder if I'm withholding, if I'm blocking this sort of reciprocal relationship. Wow. Interesting. I do think that we, you know, what we sort of tolerate or accept or the way that we show up can definitely impact it, right? For people who are maybe more natural takers or receivers, if you show up and give, 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 they might be like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Keep it coming. Right. Mm -hmm. And if we don't take a moment to say, Hey, I feel like there's some imbalance here or, Hey, I'm going to stop pouring in because nothing's coming back that, yeah, there is a way that we can play into that and, and create those dynamics. But at the same time, it's not necessarily our fault or we, I don't think we need to carry shame or anything around that. It's maybe it's just the awareness of recognizing, okay, if I have limited time and limited energy, which we do, unfortunately, <laughs> maybe we don't, I don't know. Maybe, there, maybe, maybe there's a version in which we don't, but yeah, then I, I think it's about just being aware of, of where we put our time and energy. One thing you said to me this week that I really loved in terms of the reciprocity conversation was we can focus on two sides of this coin, right? We can think about the side in which we're not receiving that reciprocity, but then does that make that happen more frequently as opposed to what if we focus on relationships in which there is reciprocity and rather than sitting with, well, why am I not getting something from this other relationship is saying, wait, not even put my energy there and look at here are the relationships where I do feel that reciprocity and let me pour even more in there. And sometimes that's even with ourself, right? Like I have reciprocity with myself. So why don't I pour more into myself if I can't find other people? But then it's also, I mean, I think our relationship is a great example. And I know you have several friends and me as well, where that's where I actually want to shift my focus and shift my gaze is where does that reciprocity exist? And how do we expand there? I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. This is so exciting because I've noticed such a big shift since I've done that this week. I thought a lot about who those people are in my life. And I, I've told a lot of them this week, hey, I really appreciate our friendship. And just today, and I thought this was the most amazing thing ever. So I'm sitting at the beach and I get a message from Flavia and we have plans tomorrow. And she was like, hey, Gabriella, just so you know, it's, I know it's a really beautiful day and I know we have plans to go hiking tomorrow morning pretty early, but you know, if, it's nice out. And if you feel that you want to be out late and whatever, don't worry. You can, we can totally cancel the plan tomorrow and we can meet in the afternoon. And I thought that was the nicest message <laughs> that in terms of a lot of the stuff that I've been experiencing lately where I feel that I I am getting judged for perhaps this desire for me to be like, oh yeah, hey, I want to go out dancing tonight, even though I have a plan tomorrow. But I had the permission, she gave me this permission in a way that I knew that whatever I decided, she genuinely was going to be okay with it. 
And and the thing is, what's really funny is that I am not going out tonight. <laughs> it has not crossed my mind to go out tonight. I don't want to do that. But I just, I have been putting so much energy and telling her so much lately and spending a lot of time with her about how much I appreciate how she doesn't judge me. That has been the thought that has been flowing through my mind. And boom, there it is in a text message, exactly what it is that I adore about our friendship is that she really genuinely is giving me the space to do what I want. And without, I won't be punished for doing what I want and I won't be judged for doing what I want. And I, I, and it, it's, and it really is just because I've been focusing my energy on that type of friendship. Totally. That's so beautiful. And what I love about that is not everybody shares that same need for freedom and flexibility and to be able to just sort of float around and and do what you want when you want. I share that. Although it looks different for you and me, right? For me, doing what I want means 8 p.m. I'm in bed and nobody is disturbing (laughs) me, right? (laughs) That to me is like, yes. But it's the understanding from your friend that that's important to you. And it doesn't necessarily matter whether that's a shared value or a shared need between you. It's more of like, oh, I love you as a friend. And I know that something that's really important to you that makes you feel loved and safe and not judged, feel protected, feel like you can be open and vulnerable with me and authentic to yourself is your ability to say to me, I actually want to cancel that plan or something else is maybe coming up or something has shifted and I need to go with the flow. I need to go with my mood and have a friend who's to hold space for you and say, I totally understand that because I think, you know, one thing I see in you, Gabriella, is that you have such a beautiful and divine light and you're somebody who you know, if I'm having a hard day, I can come and talk to you. And I know that you'll just say the right things to cheer me up and hold space for me. But I also know that that takes a lot. And sometimes I think it kind of takes following your mood and following your flow to be able to stay in that kind of energy. So if all of a sudden you're in these relationships where people are saying, no, you have to do this, or you have to do this, or you committed to this plan. So now you're beholden to it. And if you aren't able to meet that, then this whole relationship is over is a really jarring kind of the opposite of reciprocity in a sense where it's like, well, that doesn't quite create the right balance in terms of the very specific way in which maybe you have the give and take with different people. But again, that's not the same need that everybody has. And so I think that's what gets so complicated with this topic and with finding people with, you know, to to have kind of a, a conscious reciprocity with is that we actually have to get one level underneath and really understand, well, what is important to you? How do you want that reciprocity to look, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Which, which is why, even though we weren't going to talk about this today, which is why I was like, let's take the love languages yeah. test. So I was like, maybe this is going to help me in a way figure out what I want reciprocity to look like. And it did not. It did not. (laughs) It did not help me. It brought up a lot of questions. Oh my God. It brought up so many, so many questions. Basically, I was just like, well, why do I have to pick between one of these five things? I mean, I know that that's not necessarily what it is either, but I was like, I want all of 
this except for maybe I don't want a lot of gift giving or that gift giving is blah not that important to me but I'm also like maybe gift giving is not important to me because the did you take it <laughs> yeah I'm just showing you that my thing is like receiving gifts zero percent yeah <laughs> <laughs> Don't care. Please don't give me a gift. That's not it for me. <laughs> you know what? I actually, I thought of you 100% because we've talked about that too. And I was just like, not, I just I, that's the one that does it the least amount, which doesn't mean that I don't appreciate it. And I definitely appreciate it. But that's the other thing. We appreciate all of these love languages. So why do I have to pick? And then also, well, we can go into it. <laughs> that is for another, <laughs> it's for another episode. But the point of it was that it's also very challenging to figure out what reciprocity looks like and it is it's addressing it's figuring out what is it that you need what is it the most what's the most important thing in a friendship and you and I have also we've talked about this so many times throughout the years of you know what it means to us to love someone and I distinctly remember your definition of it which I thought was just it's holding space for someone what it, what do you feel is holding space for someone yeah, I guess the way I defined it probably a couple of years ago was it's a reciprocity of the understanding of the human condition, which mm. is vague. And I've told that to some people who were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but what that means for me is I, while I do strive to be a kind person, a good person and take care of other people's needs and, you know, all the things. I also have my moments. I get in my feelings quite a bit and I don't always know what to do. And I, for me, a reciprocity of the understanding of the human condition is understanding that we can never actually know how another person is feeling, what they've experienced, because we're talking about the context of their whole entire life. So for me, it's understanding that you and I, for example, we are not going to see eye to eye on every single topic. And we have not seen eye to eye on every single topic. For example, you and I don't necessarily want the same things out of life right now. We, you know, sometimes we do and sometimes we don't, but it's, it's understanding you're on your own journey and I'm on my own journey. And there's moments where our paths are going to cross. There's moments where they're going to be different, but I can still support and love you through that even if we're in an argument which you know fortunately we don't get in often but it's it's the understanding that you have needs that I may not understand at all but I can understand that they are needs for you and if I want to be in relationship with you then I should understand are those needs that I can meet if they are fantastic if they're not can I just communicate to you I'm, I'm not the person who's going to be able to engage in that way with you. And I love you and I support you. And I'm happy to listen to your stories around it. But that's just not a place where I'm the right puzzle piece for it. And also knowing that you're going to have good moments and you're going to have bad moments. And those bad moments don't make you a bad person. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just how do we really understand and support each other through these journeys? I think the big thing there is having the awareness that you are on that kind of journey is really the kicker. Cause I think that to me is, is it's very challenging to have relationships with people who, who don't understand kind of what the human condition is right. Or have an understanding of what does reciprocity and balance look like. And, and what do I sometimes have to give up 
in order to maintain a relationship with somebody. And I don't mean you have to give up being yourself or anything, but just sometimes we do need to, to find that balance. You know, I mean, I, I kind of think about it like a, a rewrite of the golden rule. You know, the golden rule is like treat others how you would like to be treated. But I don't think everybody wants to be treated the same way. So I think it's more about treat others the way they want to be treated if you would like to have them in your life. <laughs> and that's your choice. You know, that's your choice. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely how do you, you define love well I remember in this conversation I said that love was a <laughs> that was the first 30 seconds of a hot shower yeah <laughs> <laughs> I still stand by it I still stand by it but I have come definitely come to to a more of your definition of a, it's it's holding space for someone in an unconditional non-judgmental way yeah that's a more succinct Here. way of saying it that's how I feel love is and I love that our definitions of love are are different me too and I learned I learned so much from your perspective and your perception of these things it's one of oh. the greatest gifts of this friendship for me it really is and I just I've been thinking again Oh, you know, because I've been focusing on the friendships that that I find are reciprocal and that fill my cup. And I just I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so glad that we can communicate in this way. Lately, we've been sending each other a lot of audios and that they're very long and lengthy ones. And it's just I think it's so beautiful that I, I dedicate happily dedicate at least 30 minutes a day to being in some sort of conversation with you where I'm just speaking. That's just like my half of the, of the day, 30 minutes where it's just me talking to you. And I'm so grateful to be able to do that because there's just so many things that we unlock about each other in these conversations. And I think part of it is because it's, it is just us speaking. And while listening is such an important component to that, since it's an asynchronous conversation, we're only focusing on one part of it. And there is that freedom to just really be able to say it and finish the train of thought without distraction. And I'm so grateful for that. I agree. I love it because you get to really feel your feelings to the full extent. And from a listening perspective too, I find sometimes when I'm listening in a real-time conversation, I'm sort of simultaneously listening and trying to think about how do I respond so that you feel heard in the same breath. But sometimes I like to actually listen, take notes, be thoughtful about my response back to you. And mm -hmm. I find that it's it's easier for me to hear you when I'm not also trying to engage at the same time. And I agree. I love the time that we are able to spend together. And it truly is my favorite way to wake up is to have messages waiting on my phone from you. And I'm like, this is, it's like my morning ritual is to wake up, listen to you, have a coffee, go for a walk. It's, it's truly such a delight. It's absolutely enriched my life. Me too. I mean, that's the only reason that I got out of bed when I got out of bed today was because I was like, oh my God, I have to do this part of my morning ritual. Cause I really want to answer Ariane, but I know I got to do these things first. So I was like, so let's just get out of bed and let's start the day. <laughs> that's so, so exciting. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, thank you. And for all of our listeners, thank you for listening. And I you think know. this is just a good invitation for you to think about the, the relationships in your life in which there is reciprocity and how to 
pour more into those and how to explore more reciprocity with the other relationships that you have and let us know your thoughts and tell those people that you love them yes yes share that gratitude Hmm. i love you i love you (laughs) have a beautiful night you too